Hello and welcome to Transmissions from Tatooine, episode 35, the show that covers all the Star Wars films, TV shows, books, comics and more in no apparent order. I'm your host, Ollie, here with our other fantastic host, Jayanth. Hey everyone. And today uh, we're just kind of, you know, going to be having a sort of general discussion. We're going to start with a rumour about the Kenobi show and go from there. This is Transmissions from Tatooine, coming to your data pairs from, well, not Tatooine actually, uh. So, uh, yeah, as we send the talk, today we're going to be talking about a rumour about the Kenobi show. Um, and so this rumour is that um, that, so that apparently Kevin Feige um, read a script for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show and that Obi-Wan Kenobi wasn't in it until the last episode and then he said, no, no, that's not right. And that um, John Favreau, who's, of course, the um, writer and executive producer and maybe showrunner as well, um, not sure on the showrunner part, but he's definitely writer and executive producer of The Mandalorian. Um, and he also apparently read the same script and also said no. So what do you think of that? Because, um, I mean, it is just a rumour. We don't even know that it's true. But what would you think of a Kenobi show with no Obi-Wan Kenobi in it. That's, uh, it would be very, for me, it would be very disappointing. Right? Yeah, I think I'd be the same, like, because, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a really good character, and especially yeah. if you and McGregor coming back to do it, and yeah. he's only in the last episode. Like, yeah. It's that just just seems pointless so assuming that it's true um i'm very glad that they you know said no that's not gonna work um but yeah I, i'm really looking forward to the kenobi show because um yeah me too it just seems to be sort of getting set up to be brilliant because obviously they've brought back ewan mcgregor who was probably the best part of the prequels and um yeah like I, i'm not someone who dislikes the prequels i really like them but uh i think he's probably the best bit of the prequels um yeah and yeah <laughs> um and i mean the whole show is named after him why should yeah. he <laughs> i mean what caused this rumor to be you know um i don't don't know a whole lot about it that's kind of the scope of the news i have is yeah um it, it does seem a bit far-fetched but it would be disappointing yeah, yeah I, I mean i am not a hundred percent convinced that it's true because that does seem kind of crazy, <laughs> um, but 
uh, assuming assuming that it was true, which it probably isn't. It is, you know, just an probably early draft of the script before it went into production. But uh, yeah, I, I still kind of struggle to believe it, and especially since Kevin Feige has repeatedly said, "No, I'm not involved with Star Wars at the moment." <laughs> um, and I think proofreading the scripts to uh, the Kenobi show might count as having something to do with Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I would really like to see Kevin Feige do something in Star Wars because um, obviously he did such a great job with the MCU and I can't see why he'd do any any worse with Star, Star Wars, and I know he's a big Star Wars fan. Um, and yeah, what sort of thing do you think he'd do if he was doing a Star Wars film? Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> what do you think he'd do? I mean, I'm not sure, but it would probably be something great. Well, I'm glad we can be specific. <laughs> um, yeah. I... Like, um, I mean, is he going to bring new shows or? Uh... Well, currently he's not doing anything as far as yeah. I know. Um, yeah. But if he was to do something, what sort of thing would you like like to see him do? Um. I think he should work with the current shows to make them, like, really good, you know? Right. Because yeah, I... adding more shows, that would be a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm always happy to get more, but, um, yeah, I, I'd really like to see him do um, something with... Um, maybe the Jedi and the Sith going back really far, like maybe further back than the High Republic, possibly um, maybe a thousand years back or something, back when the Sith were kind of engaged in a war with the Jedi and there were like hundreds if not thousands of Sith rather than just two. And because he does so well with all the kind of superpower things and um you know getting interesting characters and s stuff out of that i feel like that could be i feel like he could do a very good job with that but yeah, yeah. and yeah what? do you think he so go ahead go on go on <laughs> uh, uh, gonna say now uh, I completely lost my train of thought uh, what were you gonna <laughs> say I was gonna say uh, like before when I said uh, when you said I you'll be happy with more like I I am the same thing but then uh, I just feel like if they work on too much maybe you know 
they'll mm. do quantity over quality, you know what I mean? But, yeah. I mean, if I, they can do it all good, then I'll be more than happy about it. Yeah, I mean, so far, I think they've done um, kind of very well with everything um, in terms of shows, like, I think, uh, you know, Mandalorian is brilliant, and then you've got Clone Wars and Rebels and um, yeah. Resistance uh, is good as well, particularly towards the end of season two. But um, I, and I think it is kind of aimed at a much younger audience. So uh, I probably enjoy Resistance the least out of all the shows. But I, it's definitely not a bad show if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What are you hoping for from the Kenobi show? Uh, I just, so it's based like after Anakin turned to the dark side, yeah? Yeah, so it's set, I think, eight years after Revenge of the Sith, I believe. Not a hundred percent that but I think eight years yeah I just I feel like um you know at, uh, from the show it's just how he dealt with Anakin's loss if you get what I mean yeah yeah I could see that I, I think um yeah I'm kind of hoping for something that does deal a lot with um Obi-Wan Kenobi's kind of grief over you know Anakin um going yeah. to the dark side uh but also um I I think have you seen Wonder Vision No Yeah I'm uh, watching it right now I'm on episode 5 but anyway <laughs> um and that kind of deals a bit with, um, not a bit, <laughs> the entire show's about um, Wanda and her sort of dealing with her grief over Vision being killed by Thanos. Um, I'm assuming yeah. you've seen Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but um, I, I think something in kind of, a similar vein to that could be in, an interesting um, kind of with Obi-Wan Kenobi dealing with his grief over Anakin and maybe even possibly seeing him sort of pulled towards the dark side of the Force a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, like it. Yeah, I feel like that could be that could be interesting and I do want to get um lots of force stuff because obviously we know that um Yoda at the end of Revenge of the Sith gave Obi-Wan the task to learn how uh, uh to you know communicate with Qui-Gon and uh learn to become a force ghost and um yeah. so he's got to be learning that and so that's already going deep into the mysteries of the force but then You've also 
um, you know, uh, got, I've, you've got the stuff with Vader as well, and Hayden Christensen coming back as Vader. And I know yeah. we've talked a bit about this before, but I think something with him uh, fighting kind of through the force rather than in person would be good because um, then you can kind of have Hayden Christensen's voice and Hayden Christensen's face even. Um, and um, then also that doesn't kind of bring Vader close to Luke um, and place Luke in danger because of Obi-Wan, in which case Obi-Wan fails, or Obi-Wan leaves the planet and isn't there watching over Luke, in which case Obi-Wan also fails at his mission. And I kind of feel like in both of those cases, uh, particularly Obi-Wan leaving the planet, I think, goes against sort of Obi-Wan's character. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'd... I'd like to see. <laughs> then you weren't like really specific compared to me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think that that could be really good. And we saw the set pictures as well, didn't we? We talked about that a couple of weeks ago now. Um, and they're building it in a old quarry in England, and I I still can't decide whether it's seems like Tatooine or not because the architecture kind of doesn't it doesn't really fit with uh like the sort of small buildings that have like domed roofs roofs and stuff that we've seen a lot um but you know where else would Obi-Wan be um you know assuming that the show does have Obi-Wan in it at all. <laughs> yeah, it should. Uh, which, you know, I, you kind of expect with a show called Obi-Wan, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure whether the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is the show I'm most excited for out of all the ones that were um announced but it's definitely up there i think the other one i'm really looking forward to is the acolyte um yeah that's pretty yeah and um because that's meant to be like a miss mystery thriller which sounds interesting and something we haven't really seen in star wars before um and also the setting just you know setting it in the high republic um is somewhere that we haven't really seen before and i think that um i i've only read the light of the jedi but um i really enjoyed that and i think that the time period has a lot of potential um yeah, yeah. <laughs> which show do you think you're most looking forward to for me, it's also the acolyte because of all the weird force stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, the other one I'm also interested to see is Andor, um, 
and because again i think part of the appeal is just it's a time that we haven't really seen a whole lot of kind of the early days of the rebellion and i i know we kind of have seen the early days of the rebellion with rebels and stuff but um we haven't really seen it um sort of getting the rebellion together and sort of those darker yeah kind of, like yeah maybe different maybe a new time period isn't the right way of putting it but it's kind of something that we haven't seen before if that makes sense yeah it should be interesting yeah yeah i don't think we've ever really seen a spy thriller in star wars um or at least i don't know there's probably a comic out there or something that is a spy thriller in star wars but uh not one that i've read and uh you know we haven't really seen anything like a spy thriller in the larger star wars universe that lots of people see or yeah 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 because did you did we talk about um alan judic not um being in andor oh i don't think we did right so um yeah it's quite kind of old news now but um you know when we're not really always an up-to-date star wars podcast uh anyway um so basically alan tudyk is um was originally meant to be reprising his role as k2so and andor um excuse me but he's kind of since then said that he's not going to be reprising his role as k2so which is disappointing to me because it means that we can't have k2so in the show um and uh i think it's mainly because he doesn't want to have to go to the uk with his family and covid and stuff um which yeah. you know fair enough but i i do kind of think that um they could easily do it because you know we never see Alan Tudyk's face um, in Rogue, Rogue One, and they could easily get him to um, do the voice and have someone else do the motion capture on the day. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I guess that would work. Yeah, but, you know, apparently that's not going to happen. And Yeah. <sighs> So yeah, um, yeah. What else is there? Yeah. I was just reading this article article about uh, this Star Wars theory, but I haven't finished it. <laughs> well, tell us what you've read about it so far. Let's hear it. Well, I I mean. More Kamal uh, kind of agrees with this as well, but uh-huh. I haven't read it completely, so. Well, what I, have you so far? 
I mean, like, I haven't read it at all. I just started reading. So. <laughs> okay. So it's a theory that Mark Hamill agrees with, but that's all we know. Yeah, I haven't read it, so. Mm, yeah, I, I don't really read too many of the theories or anything. I. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like part, partially I don't want to kind of read one or hear one that I think is really cool or really exciting and then have it not pan out and be disappointed. Um, but also, um, you know, a lot of them are silly and don't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, like Dorothy the George. <laughs> yeah, well, that that one's silly and doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but it does amuse me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't don't understand how Jar Jar could be a lord. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was some like there was some evidence, but it's not very it's not very convincing. I mean, what is it? It's Jar Jar waving his arms around in the Senate, right? And then also you hear something that sounds like Jar Jar Binks shrieking in um, Revenge of, uh, not Revenge of the Sith, Rise of Skywalker, um, <laughs> and, um, Palpatine, yeah. um, says, I have been every voice, and then it turns into, uh, is it Snoke or Vader's voice first? I think it's Vader's, you've ever heard, and then Snoke or Vader, if I, I think it's Snoke second, but I could have it wrong, inside your head, um, that was a really bad Snoke impression. <laughs> oh, really bad impressions of all of them, but whatever. Um, and um, then after that, uh, there's something that possibly could be Binks, Jar Jar Binks shrieking. But um, <laughs> I feel like Bemba may have put that in there as a sort of joke. Um, yeah, and he's I would think that not evidence that Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord. Yeah. And so it breaks the rule of two. Um, oh yeah. I mean that was or, that was already kind of broken at that stage because um, who did you have? You had obviously Palpatine and Count Dooku, but then you also had more running around. Oh. No, Maul and Savage Press wouldn't have been running around quite yet because um, that happened during the Clone Wars and that was the clone army getting made, isn't it, in Attack of the Clones, so that was right before Clone Wars started, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do think that, you know, I just I just don't believe that Jar Jar could <laughs> Yeah. Who do you think might be a Sith Lord? Like, obviously, um, no, as far as I'm concerned, uh, no one apart from the two Sith Lords at whatever point in Star Wars it is are 
Sith Lords, but who do you think might be a secret Sith Lord? Uh, hmm. This is a sort of hard question. Um, I mean, in the, you know, the Clone Wars episode we did where um, yeah. Ashoka's friend. Oh, Barathelfi. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in that, she wasn't quite a Sith Lord yet. She was just like agree- disagreeing with um, yeah. the Jedi Council. But yeah, I could, I could but... see her becoming a Sith Lord in the future. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she definitely tapped into the dark side of the Force. Um, yeah. You know, like the choking the yeah. uh, But then, I mean, you know, Luke choked a Gamorrean guard. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, maybe it's all the same, I don't know. Maybe he was using the light side version of it, you know? Like, how there's the light side electricity, you know? Yeah, light side force lightning with um, Plo Koon. Uh, what's it? Force judgment, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that does seem like a sort of very dark light side power, if that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I just had yeah. to say and then completely forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else? Um Yeah, have you um done anything kind of Star Wars-y recently? Mm, no, not really. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I um, read um, yesterday a new issue of um, the Darth Vader comic came out um, um, on Marvel Unlimited, not in the rest of the world, but, uh, and um, yeah, I quite enjoyed that because um, it, in, uh, so, uh, you know, Ochi of Bestoon, right? Um, From Rise of Skywalker, the skeleton who, before he died and became a skeleton, um, kidnaps Ray, Ray and kills her parents. Uh, I I didn't know that. Oh uh, yeah, his name's Ochi of Bestoon. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, and um, he he's trying to kill Vader. And so there are just it's quite a nice sort of tie into the Rise of Skywalker, and then at the end of it, Vader um, gets his Wayfinder, um, and that also 
Um, I think yeah. there's going to be, it's going to end up with Vader maybe even going to Exegol. Because, um, I mean, he's got a Wayfinder, what's he going to do with it? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I do think that would be interesting if Vader, because I kind of want to know how far back was Palpatine, you know, planning um, to uh, create the final order? Because I feel like he may have been planning it even even then. Um, and it would be interesting to see Vader, you know, discover that Palpatine's got this secret army on the secret planet. Um, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, have you been reading the Vader comic or not? No, I haven't lately. Right, yeah, I think it's um, probably... Uh, hmm. Darth Vader and then the um, the like Star Wars flag flagship title, I think, are the uh, kind of joint best kind of comic series running at the moment, in my opinion, at least. Um, so you've got um, obviously sort of just told you what happened in Darth Vader, and then there's also the flagship title at the moment, The Rebels. Um, it's kind of after they've escaped from Hoth and the Empire's hunting them down and the Empire's cracked their um, communication like encryption. Um, and so they're trying to work out how to um, uh, like communicate with the other Rebels. And so they've tried to get this um, really old um, protocol droid that speaks a really old language that modern protocol droids don't speak um, and um, then yeah they're trying to how do you put it uh, they're, they're trying to um, kit, uh, then so they steal this droid and then it turns out that the droid's data has been corrupted, uh, which I don't think we've ever, you know, seen in Star Wars, like the data's corrupted. Do you think, do you think um, that they ha have a laptop somewhere and then they get the little windows pop up? <laughs> I mean, it could be, it's, I, it, it is, Believable, you know. <laughs> I I mean, it's believable that it could happen. It's it just kind of you'd think they'd have figured out a way to solve data getting corrupted by. Uh, uh, I I mean, like you know, the other side would have also figured how to get over that barrier. It's always. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's a bit like, um, you know, in Rogue One, how they steal the Death Star plans and the Death Star plans are actual tape. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I guess it's a bit like that. Um, 
it's kind of like Star Wars is um, sort of done from a thing I've oh who's I listened to an interview with someone quite a while ago now um, who was it possibly Doug Chang um, and but I'm not a hundred percent sure um, and it was. Uh, assuming that it is Doug Chang, which I'm not sure about, um, it was, um, he was saying, and I agree with this, that Star Wars is kind of like the future from the perspective of someone in like the 1950s or 60s when computers were sort of just starting to be invented. Because... <laughs> um, you know, back then tapes were brand yeah. new and very fancy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even today we still use um, like actual tapes to like store backups mm -hmm. or whatever. And that's what the Death Star plans on Scarif were. They were a backup of the originals. Uh, so I guess maybe it is plausible. Um, it's just, you know. I'd have, yeah. I thought that they would have fancier ways of storing storing their information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, it was a long time ago. So. I suppose it's because they first first mention it at, in um, A New Hope in 1977 that they're actual data tapes. But, <laughs> So, as you know, in 1977, they would have used tapes. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you have um, kind of anything else to add or? No, not really. Things to talk about? No, I don't really think I do either, so, um, yeah, should we finish up? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, thank you for listening to today's episode. Please be sure to follow and subscribe, um, and I hope you'll consider leaving us a five-star rating and review, because it really does somehow mysteriously help the show. <laughs> And if you have a friend who you think would like the podcast, uh, please uh, tell them about it. Um, it would be really appreciated by us. And yeah, until next time, we have spoken.